Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello and welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast, the podcast where myself and a wide range of guests have a waffle about mental health, life's challenges and those pet hates that really get on our nerves. I'm your host Taylor James, so join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today joining me, I have the incredible Jamie Love from Monumental Marketing. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. No, it's great. I'm great, I'm great that I'm happy even that you've got time <laughs> out of your hectic schedule <laughs> to kind of like, come for a waffle. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see what comes up. <laughs> so probably just for obviously for the listeners, do you want to kind of give a brief kind of overview of like what you do? Because I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. There is literally so much <laughs> that you do. I don't know if you even sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, sleep doesn't happen much. And then I've got a puppy on top of it. So that happens even less now. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm uh, Jamie Love. I'm the CEO and founder of Monumental Marketing, which is a growth marketing and PR agency in London. And it's kind of, I mean, it started because I was just um, annoyed about the way things were going and just I felt... Um, there wasn't enough space uh, 
to let diverse and people and minorities kind of reach their goals. Okay. So I was like, well, if we can't do it in other companies, should I just start my own company? And uh, three years on, um, it all worked out, thank God. And uh, there's like a team of 10 of us now. We're based in London. We work globally. And um, it's just been an awesome journey. And then um, alongside that, um, I've really tried to do as much LGBT campaigning as I can. And um, it's been awesome. So I work with uh, Pride Edinburgh. I'm their marketing and PR director. Amazing. And, uh, we've been kind of really busy growing that. So in the last three years, we've gone from like two and a half thousand people to 27,000 last year. Wow. Um, so it's been a really That's cool huge. day. Yeah, it's <laughs> been awesome. And um, yeah, and then everything else that comes with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay so the, the most important thing i want to pick up there um the puppy <laughs> yes what kind of dog do you have so he's a cocker spaniel and oh. he's just the most loving thing ever and it's just sort of like it's really helped me realize like wow there's more to life than like my laptop and yeah. so it's it's been awesome for that and uh, we have our little cuddle and we watch netflix at night <laughs> and then in the morning He's like bursting to get out and then he gets out and then jumps back into bed for a bit of a morning cuddle before I start my day. So it's pretty great. I'm pretty sure I'll be single forever with the dog. <laughs> but, you know, choices. <laughs> I know the feeling I don't have a dog, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's, it, what's his name? His name is River and he's also oh, on nice. Instagram. Quite sassy. <laughs> <laughs> well, where can you find him on Instagram? What's his handle? So... His name is Mr. River Love. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely going to give he him sounds, a follow. <laughs> yeah, he, he sounds a bit like a celebrity kid. Um, and that's kind of a goal. So that kind of all worked out. Well, it's, just, it's all part of the kind of like the package that you kind of like come with though, isn't it? Like, you know, you've kind of, you know, you're an influencer, you know, to use that word. Um, how... How did that even come about? How did you become an influencer? A lot of people will make fun of you at first. And then about a year later, they'll ask you to feature their products any chance they get. Yeah. Um, so at school, I used to always um, have people like literally laugh at my post because if there's 30 hashtags I could use, you betcha I was using all use every single one of them. All the time. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, people would always like really have a laugh and uh, make fun of me for it. And then, yeah, it just all kind of took off um, through the, the work on Instagram. I started off in modeling when I was like eight. So I did that for like 10 years. And um, it just all kind of just built up through yeah. time. Um, and then I think the real turning point was uh, when I was Mr. Gay Scotland um, and got a lot of coverage for that. And uh, yeah, the followers just went up from there. <laughs> no, it's huge. It's, it's really, it's quite nice to see because kind of like I've had like people on the show and, it's, and they, they, they sell products and, you know, they do quite clearly, obviously they're, they're paid to do this kind of thing. Obviously it's a job. Um, mm -hmm. But then it's kind of that there's no kind of engagement with it. Whereas what I like with yours and kind of even just like speaking to you for like the first like five minutes now, like you can tell that there's such a huge kind of, you're doing it for a reason. You're not doing it. Obviously there's always like self kind of gain through everything. Of course there is, sure. but you know, like what you're kind of influencing and what you're standing for, you know, like you said about like, you know, that LGBT stuff. It's, I think, especially now the time is right for things like that to be heard and to be seen. It's needed <laughs> at the minute, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just think there's so many people with a platform and there's always an excuse not to do something. 
Um, but I think if you've got a platform, it's, it's the easiest thing to support something. I mean, um, from my side, when you know, Black Lives Matter really kicked off, I was like, right, okay, I need to offer value because people are lazy. So yeah. how am I going to get people to do something that's going to be good today? Um, so I just changed the link in my profile to like a swipe up. Okay. And it has all the links to like different petitions you can sign, different things you can donate yeah. to. And just trying to kind of get creative about like, you know, understanding that people are really, really lazy mm. and trying to <laughs> give them as much as possible to not have to, you know, for them to go out their way. So yeah, I set up a little link kind of tree thing in, in my bio. Yeah. Um, so I'm able to kind of support causes um, alongside. So it's just, yeah, just using your platform to make a difference, change the world, all of that good stuff. <laughs> Did you hashtag those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only on some posts. <laughs> so, obviously I can tell, obviously because you mentioned it, but I can also tell by your accent that you're quite, you're Scottish. So, what made you kind of, so do you, do you live in London now? Yes, I live in London now. So, was it you know the whole kind of the business thing that made you kind of leave scotland to london yeah well this is where it gets a wee bit messy so i'm (laughs) scottish italian but i was born in italy did 10 years in italy then three in belgium then five in the middle east and then i moved to scotland moved to london moved back to scotland then i was like right okay i need to be back in london so like some people have described it as like a posh gypsy because that's pretty much (laughs) what i am and uh yeah the main motivator for london is just like digital marketing is either London or New York. Um, I tried it in Edinburgh and did not get very far. Um, But I gave it a go. I would have loved to do it here, but realistically I need to be, you know, where it's, you know, where it's at, which is London. So I'm guessing, so your, is it your parents that kind of like moved you around? Yeah, that, that's yeah, quite for, like impressive places to, I mean, there's, there's worse places to kind of set up home. Yeah, I mean, it was, the, it was interesting and um, I get bored really, really easily. So anytime that they were like, right, kids, we're moving. I was like, yay, we're too. Um, super <laughs> Sit at the door with your bags packed. <laughs> yeah, literally, dog in hand. And uh, um, yeah, no, like I, I really, really loved it. And it's really, I mean, I would recommend it to anyone because it's such a cool experience. And uh, there's like two types of expats. The ones that like, once they settle down, they will never move again. Like, okay, yeah. done it. Uh, whereas I'm in the other one where it's like, I just adore like the opportunities to live in. Really raring to go already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of set on like, right, where can I open my next office? And I think <laughs> probably going to be New York. Um, that's so that's, that's on my horizon, but we'll see. Corona if you pending. ever need anyone to kind of go out and get bagels and coffee and stuff like that, just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just give me a shout because I'm raring to get out of Coventry at the minute. And obviously it's so annoying. I've had like three holidays cancelled. I mean, I'm sure, you know, everyone's had everything kind of cancelled this year. Yeah. Um, but it kind of leads me on to what I wanted to ask you next. What's, what's next for monumental marketing? Because obviously there's been a huge thing that kind of missed out, which I kind of want to talk to you about after. But like, what's, what's next for you? Um, long-term world domination, of course. <laughs> um, but kind of more realistically, um, just keep growing, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got a lot of friends in the industry and they've had a really tough time through Corona. Uh, And it's been horrible, you know, like those people that lost their jobs, like companies that have gone under. And um, I kind of go into these phases that if anything's happening, I just kind of go into my shell, sort it all out. 
and get it done. And uh, I kind of came out of my shell last weekend and, you know, we've been able to grow. Uh, we're recruiting, like August is lined up to be our second most successful month of the year. Um, wow. So it's, it's kind of all worked out for us and thank God it has. And yeah, we've grown our team by four, I think, over the pandemic, which is pretty mad. That's really um, impressive considering obviously what is going on. Yeah, it's, it's been like, it's been incredible. And I think, you know, the companies that have survived are the ones that are really kind of, you know, I think it was the ultimate test, you yeah. know, the ultimate entrepreneur test. <laughs> like, can you survive a pandemic? <laughs> um, I mean, there's, there's a show in there. Um, but you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Royalty. Yeah. Um, but the next thing is we're, well, I'm working on setting up a foundation um, to help LGBT uh, people and minorities get education uh, to get into uh, work. Um, oh, and wow. It would be really focused around um, homeless people initially, um, but just any sort of underprivileged groups that might not have, you know, 40 yeah. grand to chuck on a university degree. So the goal would be to use the content that we've produced uh, for the you know, lectures that we gave and stuff like that, put it into a course and deliver it for free to as many people as we can. And we're in talks with some really cool companies that want to come on board and that should hopefully launch at the end of the year. That's so amazing. That's, yeah, I'm super, super excited about that. Now that is, huge. I'm literally like a little bit taken aback from that because it's quite, it's not rare, but it's kind of, especially in this kind of like horrible time that we're in, there's quite a lot of people, they should be focusing on themselves. They should be kind of making sure like I'm okay, but it's kind of the opposite that I've found that everyone is doing whatever they possibly can for other people. Mm -hmm. And I think especially when it comes to education, because I think it's, I think what's proven, especially with like, you know, like LGBT like issues and especially with like Black Lives Matter, I think that's the key word that is missing is the education. And I mean, yeah. I, I'm guilty of it. Like it was my sister who actually taught me quite a lot of like, you know, about like, you know, the movement and kind of the documentaries and stuff. And that's why now kind of like speaking to yourself, like from an LGBT point of view, like I have no idea, like, you know, what some of the issues are. I mean, I can imagine what some of the issues are. Um, so the fact that you want to educate people, I think is an incredible thing to do. Yeah, I mean, the idea would be to get them into digital marketing roles. And I suppose the... So are you uh, using this as a recruiting campaign? <laughs> well, I mean, if they want to come work for Monumental afterwards, why not? Um, but ideally, it's just... So we do like certified programs. And so you would get a certificate to work in, in digital marketing. Um, and I mean, to be honest, I mean, I, in terms of like good roles, yeah. um, digital is quite a good space to be in, in the middle of all of this. I think we realized that, you know, yeah. digital is here to stay. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm honestly so excited about it. I think it's going to be awesome. Oh no, I'm, I'm looking forward to like seeing what, how it kind of pans out now. So I'm yeah, like, I have to yeah, no pressure. Put in a <laughs> application. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to ask you about, obviously everything's been cancelled this year. Obviously one of the biggest kind of things that has been kind of cancelled this year is obviously Pride. Mm -hmm. I've seen through like your posts and kind of like through your, you know, like your website and stuff like that, like you used to host the events. Obviously you, you know, you, your company, you know, does obviously a hell of a lot of work. Um, obviously for the community have you missed it this year probably a stupid question but you see i get 
I go through phases with pride. So after we finish, well, when I get asked to like, okay, we have to start putting the lineup together, start yeah. sorting it out. I'm like, oh my God, this is so much work. Like <laughs> it's so intense. Um, and then it kind of starts getting close to the day and I'm literally losing my mind because I'm like, okay, I've got 27,000 people to entertain for a full day. Yeah. What the hell are we going to do? Oh, okay. I completely um, underestimated <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> and then after the event, I'm on such a high that that's yeah. when the chair comes up to me and is like, do you want to do next? I'm like, yeah, yeah we'll do another year. <laughs> then the next day I wake up and I was like, oh God. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's awesome. And to be honest, I have um, missed it. And it doesn't feel like summer because I yeah. mean, any gay man, well, any LGBT person's diary is like, oh, you know, we've got Edinburgh Pride, then we've got London Pride, then we do this, and then there's Mighty Hoopla. So like all of like our June, yeah. just got cancelled um, you know I had like the busiest summer planned and it literally just completely got cancelled oh so it almost doesn't feel like it's summer like I just feel like 2020 is just a write-off yeah I think restart it again unless like yeah. it'll I kick stuff I have no idea obviously what's going to happen but I'm more than ready to, for a festival or something now 100%, yeah. ready for it <laughs> yeah I mean I went out the first time this weekend and it just, it's not the same. You know, you're yeah. sat where a dance floor used to be and it's just this really awkward tension between people <laughs> trying to avoid each other. It's just, it, honestly, it felt like a chore. <laughs> Do you know as well? Like, I didn't, I completely, I don't know if I just hadn't thought about it, but we were talking about, like, why is there not no music in places and stuff like that? And apparently it's obviously because, well, obviously when you've had a few beers, like, or whatever, like, you start singing and obviously that's where germs spread. And obviously now I'm like, all those times that I've been like on a night out and like been singing and stuff, I'm like, uh, all those germs have been like <laughs> throwing around the slug and lettuce. <laughs> it does make you think of like your previous choices of like going to places and like being so close to people. Yeah. It's like, it's really like, you can almost see the germs now. <laughs> I mean, you can see them like quite physically. I mean, I, I live in Coventry, so there is a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, I have been to Coventry and I can confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> that is not an exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so what um so from a personal level then, so how, how have you found lockdown? I've actually from like complete personal, like I've actually really enjoyed it. Um my life in London is just insane. Yeah. And it's literally like 7 a.m. start and I don't get home till like 1 a.m. most nights. Um wow. so to go from that to <laughs> seven days a week for the last three and a half years to go f- like literally from that to nothing nine till yeah. seven like, <laughs> oh my god like what do people do like there was the first few days i was literally pacing around my flat like what does one do <laughs> you know like after you've eaten and stuff um but i've watched the whole of netflix so that's uh, one of my key achievements um but yeah no i've actually like i thought it was almost needed it, we almost yeah. needed to you know hit the reset and I think it's just made us all a bit more human. Um, oh, 100%. Nice. It's, it's really nice because, like, every time, like, I've, like, I've spoken to someone about lockdown, like, I'm, I mean, touch words that are kind of, you know, everyone ha- is doing incredible in it. Um, I'm yet to speak to someone who hasn't kind of took the lesson from kind of lockdown and kind of just, like, taking that time out, you know, focusing on yourself. I mean, you know, like, yourself, like, getting the puppy, you know, allowing that kind of time to kind of you know put the hours in you know my friends who have children who are like you know they're allowed they've kind of just been given like a free six months kind of 
holiday to like well not holiday but like you know like see like their kids like first steps this that and the other mm-hmm. so i think it's really nice that it's kind of yeah. everyone's kind of seeing the the positive effect from such a negative situation yeah no 100 percent. and i think there are you know people who have struggled with it and i think those are the people that almost needed it the most yes um unfortunately <laughs> a lot of them still haven't caught on to it and you know thankfully he's my ex so really no. uh, <laughs> did you break up in lockdown oh god no no no, no oh right um but there was like i don't know there's like quite a lot of like people that are really wrapped up in themselves that you think yeah. a lockdown might help you know <laughs> Bring things back down. Give you a, a bit, bit more human. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so how... But we really cover a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we had, um, we had a, a dating expert on the show like a few weeks ago. And um, he was saying about like, you know, like finding love in lockdown and stuff like that. Like, you know, like, like the apps and stuff like that. How's, how, I don't know why we're talking about this now. Like, how have you found dating in lockdown? How does it even exist? <laughs> well, um, so the funny thing is, there was a point in lockdown that if you Googled me, all you would see is dating um, pieces. So I did one with pending, I did one. Literally, there was, they were everywhere because I stupidly just said on Twitter that I started like virtual dating. So I would have first, second, third dates yeah. over like FaceTime. And uh, all these journalists were like, oh my God, this is amazing. So I was um, <laughs> doing it with multiple people because I needed the content for them to the But then the thing that made it worse is that I was telling each of those people that it was about them. Um, so, you know, choices. But I, I kind of gave up on it. I feel like a lot of the time it was like, people just trying to fill their time yeah and um you know i've got enough projects i don't really need, <laughs> don't need another one your side hustle <laughs> um but yeah so i've kind of given up on it now um but there was actually a funny dating story which has nothing to do with lockdown and i um auditioned for first dates and i got through oh wow they were gonna send me on the first date hotel <laughs> and i was like guys let's be real like i've been single a long time like i know you're not gonna be able to find me someone yeah. like, no 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 jamie we're experts, we have a <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. Anyway, have I ever got a call back? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I should probably go on the, on the undateables, not first dates. But, you know, here we go. <laughs> well, at least you kind of, like, put yourself out there to kind of <laughs> try. It gives me a story. Yeah, It gives me something to talk about on the podcast. So, you know, everyone's winning. <laughs> Too bad, like, I've got, like, friends who are coming out of lockdown in about with like five different relationships. So it's, <laughs> it's like a well, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but over the last week, there seems to be a lot of breakups because there was everyone getting together at the yeah. start of lockdown. And then over the last week, I think about 50% of my Instagram has broken up. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I'm the only kind of single friend and I haven't heard anything oh. of like, <laughs> this is just not telling me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you see, most of my friends are gay men and go up and down quite quick. (laughs) There's one thing I wanted to ask you about, like, obviously, keeping everything kind of going. Obviously, you have, you know, stuff going on all the time. How do you keep motivated? Like, what what motivates you to get out at, like, you know, like you said, like 7 a.m.? I just, like, adore my job. Um, I've created the perfect job in the perfect company. Um, So the problem I always had before was just, 
everything was so slow and people were so boring and it was just like not moving fast enough and you know the whole kind of thing of you know being the only gay guy or being the only you know with colleagues like the only black guy I'm just like how is this still happening you know like yeah. 2018 at the time and um you know I was able to just create my perfect place and you know a lot of people have found it to be their perfect place too which is awesome um, I mean, the other day when like my head of new business went on holiday for a week and he was like, Jamie, this is really weird. I was like, what's up? He was like, this is the first time that I'm really excited for a holiday, but I'm just as excited to come back. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> you want a raise or something? Do you have any um, vacancies? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think for me, it's just like I... I have really like strong passion and for the job I do. Like I love marketing. I love my clients. And um, I think just the place I do it at happens to be really cool. And the people around me are just amazing. Um, So every day I'm excited. And um, there was a time last year that for a week, I wasn't excited about getting up to work. So I fired everyone, clients included, and started again. It's like, this is not right. Something's not right. And uh, you actually just like fired everyone. Well, I kept like a couple of people, the good ones. Um, Oh, right. I thought you, I thought, I didn't know whether you were actually joking them. Like you actually legit like (laughs) fired them. I was just like, we need to just start from scratch because this is not working for me. And uh, thankfully, like now, a year later, we're like, we're stronger than ever, bigger than ever before. And, um, you know, like I'm 25, like I haven't got 20 million years experience as to know what one should do so yeah. it's very like learn as we go along and yeah i think you know where we're at right now is the strongest we've ever been and you know with the biggest goals we've ever had and you know i almost needed that reset almost like a, a monumental corona yeah. <laughs> that forced us to hit reset and uh, almost like start again and it's just been awesome no, but it sounds like you're going like from strength to strength it, it just like it's i think you're the first person who I've actually like spoken to who doesn't work in kind of like, you know, like the dream jobs and, you know, like singing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that kind of, that actually adores what they do. And obviously I can, I can see it like on your face, like you get so kind of like, there's a real buzz when you're talking about it. It's really yeah. like refreshing. Oh, thank you. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. And it's, I always find it weird when people don't find what excites them. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm probably quite lucky that it sort of found me in that sense. Um, and I just happened to stick with it. And, yeah. <laughs> what came, kind of like gave you that confidence to like, do you know what? I'm going to do this now. That's, I forgot my heart set on it. That's what I'm doing. Um, I mean, quite bluntly, I, I had nothing to lose. Um, I was 21 when I first thought of Monumental. Um, I knew I could get a job, you know, like I wasn't yeah. a super top exec. That was like difficult for me to find the perfect role. Like I was a digital marketing manager, yeah. you know, like there's plenty of those around. <laughs> um, so I was like, well, if this doesn't work out, I'll get a job. You know, like I've got six, I'll, I'll give myself six months to make it work, match my salary. If it doesn't work, I'll get a job and do that. That's fine. If it works, yeah. then great. Um, in my mind, I was like, I was thinking that for the first few years, it would just be almost like a consultancy just with me. Um, and uh, I think the real turning point was when 
uh, in February we had my birthday party, but it was also Monumental's 2.5. Okay. So it was my 25th and Monumental's <laughs> 2.5. We really like to make a thing out of it. Yeah, well, you know, pie's um, a pie. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was only there, like, I literally cried. Like, I, I had 200 people in the room. Um, we booked out this whole place, like, decorated it all as Monumental. We had Stushi headlining, performing. Wow. Like, it was just insane. And uh, everyone in that room was connected to Monumental in some way. Yeah. They either worked with us, worked for us, um, you know, were supporters, written about us. And it just really got to me, like, just so having you everyone You created this, me. like, this is, like, yeah. like, a product of kind of, like, an idea that came into your head. Yeah, it's kind of weird, like, because it's something that you just never expected to come out of your brain and materialise. And yeah. it was there in front of me. And I think the, the most emotional part is just, how much we've been able to do for people, you know, whether it is for people that maybe would not get a chance at another company or, you know, people that support us because of their own bad experiences. And it's just quite nice that, you know, we've created something tangible for, you know, people to feel safe and feel excited and feel like they can develop and progress, which is awesome. No, it's right. Cause I think you see like the kind of these, these big companies and they're kind of very like very sales driven, very like, you know, like money kind of numbers was if you can tell with you it's like there's there's a bit of heart behind it which i think is is really refreshing again i keep using the word refreshing but it is really (laughs) nice to kind of see because it's not like i mean obviously yes there's money involved but you're doing it for you know like there's people who don't necessarily have kind of either the finance or the voice or the kind of the experience to kind of get to you know do what you did and kind of achieve their you know dream job and goal Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I suppose the, the big thing that, you know, people have asked me, it's like, okay, if money wasn't a thing, what would you wake up and do tomorrow? Like wake up and do my morning call with the team at half nine. Yeah. Then, you know, like that's literally what I would do. Like I had like nothing else that I'd want to do Yeah, um, because that's really, you know, it's, it's my dream really, which is great. God, that's I a see. bit selfish. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I've got a um, I've got a friend who's in the process of kind of like starting her own business and stuff like that. What kind of have you got any advice to kind of that would kind of give her a bit of a boost or a conf like not confidence boost but kind of like an advice to kind of get going? I think at first when you start a business, everyone wants to chip in. You know, yeah. everyone's got something to say, everyone's got an opinion, and what I would say is, don't listen to anyone. <laughs> do it yourself (laughs) fail yourself but don't do something because someone's asked you to do it or recommended to do it um i mean as i said with monumental there have been many iterations of it for me to find what is right but it's not what is right to the world it's what it's right to me yeah um so i think if you listen to other people you're never going to create your own monumental your own success yeah um you have to just sort of go with what feels right and what suits you um because i mean at the end of the day it's you who works in it and creates yeah. it and builds, pays for it initially so if it's not exactly 100 percent you then i would say not to bother <laughs> Do you know what? i'm actually going to take a bit of that myself because there's been a kind of times through the podcast and it's like you know there's things that i haven't felt quite like but that's that's not me that doesn't feel quite like and kind of trish, yeah. trish your own instincts. Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of people usually, when I say that, see it as a almost naive way of looking at business. But 
of course it still has to be strategic and it still has yeah. to be thought out. You know, if you're going to paint every shot view on blue, know why you're doing it and yeah. what the thinking behind it is. Um, you know, but like similarly with us, it's like, I'm going to do this because, you know, this is the vision and it will help us get to here. And if we do it this way, you know, it still has to be strategic and thought yeah. out. Um, but it's better to fail on your own than fail and not know why. That's actually really good advice. Like, I think you can kind of Thank you. <laughs> adapt that to kind of whatever, like not even from like a business point of view. I think you can kind of take that from like a, a lifestyle point of view as well. Absolutely. Mm, I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> one final question for you. And obviously I wanted to ask it for, because obviously you're, you know, like you're in front of cameras quite a lot, you know, like there was, you know, like you're on stage, you know, you, you know, here, there and everywhere. Do you ever feel like there's any kind of like pressures, like, you know, to look a certain way or to kind of like, how, how do you cope with those kind of things? I think best way to describe it is you know like anyone that's ever been bullied at school yeah you'd go home and tell your parents that you were bullied and you know your mom would usually be the one that would say like oh they're only doing it because they're jealous of you yeah and no kid ever believes that they're like they're not jealous of me i was the one kid that believed it so yeah. i have this almost like confidence of like an <laughs> white man yeah it's uh, it's quite weird and uh, that's kind of what i adopt it's sort of like you know, I'm yeah. fine, I'm good. And, uh, They're just, just jealous. Yeah, yeah. There's almost this, um, I don't know. This, I, I think as well, because like I was the only gay kid in the Middle East. Yeah. I was always the one that was like picked on or like, you know, I got an earring and everyone would like, you know, take the mech at me for the first two weeks. Yeah. Next month, everyone rocks up with an earring. <laughs> I had Friends Justin Bieber that. here. <laughs> Literally. And it's just like, you know, the trendsetters are always the ones who, you know, will get, you know, made fun of. Yeah. But then they're also the ones that are remembered. Um, so I kind of like that idea that, you know, by being the most weird you you can be is actually the yeah. best thing you can do. Um, so yeah, I've got this kind of like old man confidence about handy <laughs> from my job. <laughs> do you, have you ever like kind of, like obviously you mentioned like the kind of like the, the bullying side of things like from school. Have you like, ever kind of seen any of those people have given you a hard time since school and kind of been like, yeah, look at me now? I, had, I don't think I've ever seen them in person. Um, I use, I mean, I'm a total stalker. It's my <laughs> job, so it's okay. But I use a lot of like tracking software and a lot of them really go into my Insta in a lot of yeah. detail. I know they read like the press I've been featured in. And uh, one of the worst ones, actually, we always used to get into fights. and. She reached out to me to feature her product on my Insta and uh, for some advice. And uh, I was just like, sorry, speak to my PA. Um, I've already had all my skincare is sponsored. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was the most amazing day of my life. <laughs> I feel like it's like a real like full circle moment, isn't it? Like, just like, <laughs> kind of, who's laughing now? <laughs> Yeah, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining me today. I've, I've actually had a really good time. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's been fabulous. Um, so where, where can people find you? Obviously, you're, on, what you're, you're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really hard to find. Um, Insta, LinkedIn, Twitter. It's just Mr. Jamie Love. Um, I am giving TikTok a go. 
don't know how that will yeah. work out, but I'll, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> it's an awkward territory. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. A lot of dancing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, Insta, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. It's just Mr. Jamie Love. Perfect. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop podcast. Huge thank you to my special guest this week, Jamie Love. Make sure you check out his Instagram and all the incredible work that he's doing. As always, if you're liking what you're hearing, hit that subscribe button and I'll see you later. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.